0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We have amazing new research we're going to discuss today. Research on Alzheimer's, the link between Alzheimer's and your gut. Now, I've been talking about gut health for over, well, about 40 years now. And I've been talking about the importance of gut health and how it works with everything in the body. And now with finding confirmed, I don't say the word confirmed too often, confirmed links between your gut and Alzheimer's disease. So if you have a brain, I'm assuming you do, or she wouldn't be listening to these shows, and you're concerned about your brain, things you're doing today, right now, can have a direct impact on how the brain ages, and do you develop something called amyloid plaques? You're going to learn about amyloid plaques today. Those are the things that build up in the brain when you have Alzheimer's and how to prevent them from building up, okay? So I want to jump right in. There's a lot of information to cover. If you have any questions, uh, you can always email them through our website, drjoe.com, and there's a little bot that pops up, and you can send me your questions. I'm more than happy to answer any healthcare questions you have, um, and just make sure you put in the correct email address so that myself or Joe, my assistant, uh, will get back to you as soon as we possibly can. So make sure you put your email address in there. Sometimes we're online, and you are, and people are amazed. They're like, oh my gosh, you got back to us right away. I said, well, we're online with you, so, but we're not online all the time. So I want to talk about Alzheimer's, and this is a big issue. It, it's the long goodbye, as they call it. And if you've ever dealt with someone with Alzheimer's, the first time I dealt with someone was years ago, it, almost like they're joking. It's like it's a bad, bad Saturday Night Live skit. Because you're talking to them, and they're just like not quite sure where you are, who you are, what you're talking about. And these could be people you've known your entire life. It's Very sad and very painful for you, the person dealing with them. So you don't want to put your loved ones through going, dealing with this, and you don't want to go through it either. Because again, we don't know what somebody's brain is going through if they have Alzheimer's because they really aren't, they don't have good thought process. Surprisingly, Alzheimer's disease continues to be a leading cause of death. One in three seniors die of Alzheimer's or dementia. How wild is that? One in three. More than the number killed by breast cancer and prostate cancers combined. Pretty serious issue. And it's an expensive issue. Uh, trying to take care of someone if they are if they need assisted living. Uh, and sometimes it's so bad, and I've seen cases like this, where they're literally just walking around in circles all day. And you have to lock up the doors, lock the windows, you can't let them escape. Um, and it's, it's a sad way to end your life. And the thing is that it turns out it looks like a lot of the things you've done in your life cause it. It's not just something that happens to you, you caused it. So now, the cure still elusive, we don't quite have a cure for it yet, but the connection between brain, brain health and the gut, the bacteria in the gut is what we're talking about, has uh, grown very clear, and the research suggests bacteria in your intestines may influence brain function and can even promote neurodegeneration. So what goes on in your gut has to do with your brain, has to ha- tells a lot of what's happening in your brain, and I've been talking about this for decades. So once again, we're going to put this in the Dr. Joe was right column, And I don't want you suffering from this. It's not even if you get to the late stages of Alzheimer's, it's just daily brain function. People say, oh, it's a senior moment. That might be a very telling statement. It might be saying that the brain is starting to degenerate. So a team of Swiss and Italian researchers have taken that correlation between the gut and the brain uh, pretty far. Research showing connection between imbalance in gut bacteria and the development of what we call amyloid plaques in the brain. That's when you, when, you, when you dissect out a brain of somebody with Alzheimer's, you can actually see there's this placking going on in the nervous system. So Alzheimer's is characterized by the accumulation of what's called beta amyloid plaques and neurofibrillary uh, tangles in the brain. So it looks like a, a, there's a tangled mess going on in the brain. When you look at it under a microscope, and I've seen this. So. so researchers use something called a PET scan. And they measured the amyloid deposition in the brains and they measured the markers of inflammation and the proteins produced by the intestinal bacteria such as lipopolysaccharides and short-chain fatty acids. Now, those two words become important. Lipopolysaccharides and short-chain fatty acids. There's some good short-chain fatty acids and there's some bad short-chain fatty acids. So we can measure the level of these things in your body And there seems to be a direct correlation between the level of these things in your body and your risk of Alzheimer's. So lipopolysaccharides are dead bacteria, more specifically like the walls of the dead bacteria, and your immune system treats them like living bacteria, and it mounts an immune defense against these perceived invaders. They're not really invaders because they're harmless, but your immune system says, I don't know what they are, we better attack them. And so the immune system is always on alert to keep you alive. If it wasn't for your immune system, we would have never made it this far. We all would have died out generations and generations ago, or we may have never even got to the point of where we we could have even been a generation. So the immune system does a good job keeping you alive. Sometimes the immune system goes awry. It gets a little crazy, and it can cause an autoimmune disease. Autoimmune means the body is attacking itself auto meaning self and immune, immune. So the body starts attacking itself. That can be bad. What's an autoimmune disease? Well, how about Graves' disease, thyroid conditions, Uh, certain colon things like uh, irritable bowel syndrome could be autoimmune, Uh, rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune disease. So autoimmune disease is when the body starts attacking itself. The immune system doesn't function properly. It functions over, over the top. Now, that being said if you have these lipopolysaccharides the immune system is attacking these foreign invaders and the lipopolysaccharides are pro- pro-inflammatory and they have been found in the amyloid plaque in the brain of alzheimer's patients so once again it may not be the immune system going crazy and overstimulated like an autoimmune disease but it's doing its job And you keep putting these lipopolysaccharides and these uh, certain type of uh, short-chain fatty acids in the body, it's just doing its job. And it does its job to the point where it can actually kill you. So the study revealed, these Italian and Swiss uh, researchers, the study revealed that high blood levels of lipopolysaccharides and short-chain fatty acids called acetate and valerate, these are the two that we're talking about, were associated with large amyloid deposits in the brain. So if we have acetate and valerate in the body this seems to correlate with amyloid buildup other short chain fatty acids like butyrate butyrate appeared to have a protective effect and high levels of butyrate were associated with less amyloid plaque so now we start to put together this correlation if we can get our butyrate levels up and our acetate and valerate levels down correlation is that we seem to have a decrease in amyloid plaque in the brain And once again, I want to remind you, Alzheimer's disease, one in three Americans die from Alzheimer's disease, more than prostate cancer and breast cancer combined. Lots of research going on for Alzheimer's and breast cancer and prostate cancer, but the research now is pointing toward, wait a minute, we might not need drugs for this, sometimes you do, but we might need to fix the colon. And when do we fix it? Early on in your life. And we fix it by eating the right foods and taking the right supplements. So butyrate, back to that, it's a short-chain fatty acid produced in the gut, and if ferment, it comes when the ferm- fermentation of fiber occurs. Once again, we'll put this in the Dr. Joe right column. Fiber comes from what? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Can we get fiber from meat? No. Can we get fiber from dairy products? No. A lot of even processed foods, even wheat, we take the fiber out. What's left is what's called the endosperm. That's... White flour, it's essentially sugar. Can we get fiber from sugar? No. So once again, eating what Dr. Joe has been telling you to eat for the past 40 years, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, could be, and a very strong correlation that it is, the best diet for you when it comes to brain health. Oh, by the way, it's also the best diet for what? Heart disease, diabetes, cancer, high blood pressure, obesity. So when people come to me, and this happens all the time, I would say daily, hourly, I get emails through the website, drjoe.com. And people come to me in the office, they call me and I say, Dr. Joe, what's the best diet for blank? You fill in the condition. I've yet to find a better diet for any individual condition except for a plant-based diet, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. I've never found somebody doing better by eating alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. No one's ever done better eating that. So although there may be different questions, the answer is all the same. When it comes to eating the best, what's the best diet? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seed. So if you have butyrate, butyrate comes from the fermentation of, bacteria, of, of fiber, and that activates the secretion of something called brain-derived neurotropic factor. BDNF. Brain-derived neurotropic factor reduces the levels, um, reduced levels of which have been linked to Alzheimer's disease. So once again, brain-derived neurotropic factor uh, activates from, uh, to, to, from butyrate, which comes from the fermentation of back, uh, fiber. Going back to eating a good diet with fiber in it is good for you. So the results are indisputable. Certain bacterial products of the intestine, of the bacteria, are correlated with the quantity of amyloid plaques in the brain. There you go. High butyrate, lower uh, amyloid plaques, higher acetate, higher levels of plaque. So pretty good correlation there. Pretty simple. We've also discovered an association between an inflammatory phenomenon detected in the blood, certain intestinal bacteria, and Alzheimer's disease. So not only there are inflammatory markers we can look for as well. The hypothesis, hypothesis is, that, uh, is what they want to test. Could inflammation in the blood be a mediator between the bacteria and the brain? And the answer turned out to be yes. The more inflammation we have in our body, and I've got to really do a show just on inflammation, and I have it laid out. I really should just do it. But the higher the inflammation, the higher risk of all diseases, and specifically we're talking about Alzheimer's and brain function today. Now, I used to know a gal, and if she'd hug somebody, she'd say he felt poofy, or she felt poofy. She felt inflamed. And you've done this before. You've hugged somebody and they don't feel inflamed. And you hug somebody else and they just feel, I don't know how to, it's it's more of a subjective thing. But the inflammation is crazy. And you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their face. And so inflammation is the key to have pretty much everything. And uh, an inflammatory diet is alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. An anti-inflammatory diet is fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. It's pretty simple. Now there are supplements that can help too. Uh, I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Those are the two supplements I think everybody should be taking. It's the minimum supplements I'd recommend everybody take. And they're two powders. I mix a scoop of each, shake it up with some coconut milk and drink it, or almond milk, whatever on sale. And you could use it in a smoothie. Uh, Pretty tremendous. I like the mint Essentials uh, Super Greens. There's mint and there's plain. Some people like the plain. I like the mint. It's a little sweeter, a little mintier. Uh, But... Pretty spectacular. And that's the starting point for a good supplement protocol for as far as I'm concerned. Anti-inflammatory supplements, uh, turmeric. Dr. Joe's turmeric is one that I take every single day. I take two capsules a day. You can take four or six. If you take too much of it, you might get an upset stomach. Just cut back your dosage. It's really simple. And that goes for any supplement, really. If you're taking a supplement, well, gosh, I didn't feel that good when I took it, just cut it in half. Take it for a couple of days, then you could up it again. You just gotta get used to it sometimes. But turmeric is a great anti-inflammatory. I take it every day. Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support. That's the third most popular supplement we have. Supergreens, essential source, nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. It increases circulation to the brain. And I just saw a study the other day that said uh, men taking a little blue pill, I won't give you a brand name, uh, reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. So what the little blue pill is, it's a a chemical vasodilator. And in most cases, in many cases, it's too much. You can get dizzy, you can have a heart attack, you can have a stroke. Nitric oxide is a slow buildup of the same, essentially the same reaction to allow the blood vessels to open up. And so I would prefer you take the nitric oxide, a lot less side effects, a lot less danger, uh, and a lot of positive uh, effects. I tell people start out with one nitric oxide in the morning, then go to two the next day, three the next day, four the next day. Uh, I had one patient, I tested him recently. We have a little test test strip we can do. And he was, very, he was taking four a day and was still low in nitric oxide, I had to put him on six. But the nitric oxide is great, gives you a lot of energy. Um, a friend of mine was telling me uh, he had a romantic encounter and he took four nitric oxides beforehand and he says it was extremely beneficial, thank you. Keeping it clean for a family show here. So those are things that can help the brain as well as increasing circulation. All the supplements, by the way, are available on our website, drjoe.com. You could order them, pick them up in our offices, or we'll ship them to you either way. Anyway, a lot more to cover here. Early diagnosis, still one of the main challenges for management of neurodegenerative diseases, like Alzheimer's. Protocols must be developed to identify high-risk individuals and treat them before the appearance of detectable symptoms. So what are some things we can do? Number one is good circulation to the brain. Cutting out meats and dairy products cuts out your saturated fat. Saturated fat clumps your red blood cells together like a bunch of grapes, and it can prevent the body from carrying oxygen. In the past couple of weeks, I've had several patients come to me and they're vegan, and they said, Dr. Joe, my uh, red blood cell levels uh, are just, I'm slightly anemic based on my blood work. And if you're vegan, and I found this with myself too, is that many times you are a little low. You are slightly anemic because what's happening is your body uses oxygen more efficiently. When we do a study, it's always a study of the average, not normal, average, there's a difference. Normal is what everybody else, normal is what you should be. Average is what everybody else is. So that's where the problem comes in that many times people that eat a good diet, the scientists or the people that draw blood are not used to seeing normal people. They're used to average. So you might be a little off. And so if that's the case and you're just slightly off, I'm not worried about it, especially if you have a good diet, I see it all the time. So some things you can do, fasting. Fasting is beneficial for neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's, because it helps your body cycle through what's called autophagy and rebuild, uh, and go into the rebuilding phase. Autophagy is when the body attacks itself not, not tax itself, um, it uh, eats up waste. It eats up damaged uh, cells, encourages proliferation of new healthy cells, which relates to Alzheimer's because refolding process is one of the several factors needed in order for your brain to function. So basically you send out these uh, cleanup squad and the body cleans up itself. So fasting activates the autophagy, as we said, which is your body's way of taking, taking out the trash. And it also triggers regeneration of stem cells. Stem cells are the things that grow new cells in the body. So amazing repair system that goes on when you're fasting, not the least of which is letting your gut rest. It's probably one of the smartest things you can do. Now, the easiest way to do fasting is something called intermittent fasting. And the easiest way to do that is skip dinner. That's it. Have lunch, if you wanna have a late lunch, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, and then don't eat again till the next day. You can have some water, you can have super greens and essential source, but don't eat really solid foods and if you do that, A, you'll probably lose weight. You'll feel better. You'll, your love life will improve. Your circulation improves. Your brain function improves. And you're giving your gut a rest. And when the gut rests, that's what's so important. So if you can do intermittent fasting, that's cool. Because it, it, you stop producing these lipopolysaccharides, and that gives it, gets your body a rest. And the autophagy comes in and cleans everything up. Probiotics. I take Dr. Joe's probiotics every day. Um, I take Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Essential Source, which are uh, have pre and probiotics in it. And then I take a Dr. Joe's probiotic in addition to that. So 2016 study of 60 Alzheimer's patients looked at the effect of probiotics on, on brain function. And what they found was that if you had the proper probiotics in your body, lower triglycerides, lower low-density lipoproteins, the bad cholesterol, lower what's called C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation, and... The researchers suggested beneficial metabolic changes may be responsible for brain function. So there you go. Now, the other thing I find that helps my brain function and my staff and my patients is chiropractic care. Because the nerves in the neck can go up into the brain and control it, but also there's an artery that goes in the back of the vertebrae called a, a basal vertebral artery. And if the vertebrae twists out of place in the neck, you can pinch a nerve, and that can cause headaches, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. But if you put pressure on the basal vertebral artery, that's one of the major blood supplies to the brain. And so by putting the bones back in place, opening up the blood supply, getting off the saturated fats, getting off the the bad, the omega-6 fatty acids, corn oil, uh, cottonseed oil, uh, soybean oil, canola oil, get those out of your life. Adding things like super green, central source, nitric oxide, probiotics. These are protocols that I recommend, and again, can I prove it's going to work for you? No, it is never a promise or a guarantee. But this is the protocol that I use for myself, my patients, my, my friends. And uh, usually the results are spectacular. So <clears throat> if you have a health issue, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, a car accident, sciatica, folks, please make an appointment to come see us. And for every patient that comes in, we do a nutrition evaluation. I don't know of any other clinic in the world that does chiropractic and nutrition. We have medical as well. We have a nurse practitioner. Supplementation. I don't know anybody who does everything like we do. So if you'd like to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. That's in the Atlanta area. Normally, the first visit is $720. We've reduced that to $299. We're not going to do that forever. So you might want to make a move and make your appointment. We accept almost every insurance out there. And if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You need to come see us right away. The longer you wait, the less chance you're going to have of getting a good settlement. But more importantly, the less chance you're going to get of being taken care of. And even if you caused the accident, you were still hurt. Don't ignore the fact that I was I was in pain. If you did it, I don't care if you did it or not. I care you get the care that you need. You can make an appointment right online, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. And we'd be happy to set you up as quickly as possible. So we're talking about Alzheimer's disease, the link between the gut and the brain. And it turns out as we get older... And we're going to cover that in a little bit. As we get older, the, the cell walls in the colon open up. And they allow things like lipopolysaccharides, acetate, to leak into the blood system and then get up into the body and into the brain. So it's called leaky gut syndrome. I covered it a couple of weeks ago on a show. And we covered it in pretty much in depth. So you can go back and listen to that show if you want to. And the key here is making sure the gut stays healthy. Good bacteria, probiotics, staying away from the foods that cause inflammation. The foods that cause the most inflammation and allow the gut to open up the most are wheat and dairy products. And what's worse than wheat is glyphosate, weed killer. The problem is that a lot of commercial wheat is sprayed with weed killer right before it's harvested to kill the plant so it's easier to harvest. And that can lead to leaky gut syndrome, opening up the the cell walls and allowing these waste products to get into the blood system. Then the immune system has to kick in and attack them. And now you're putting such a strain on your immune system, on your digestive system, uh, just stop doing it. I know wheat tastes good, I like wheat. But if you're going to do wheat, which you shouldn't, if you're going to do wheat, please use organic only. But I prefer you go gluten free, which is wheat free. I prefer you go gluten free, it's gonna be a much better choice. So the research is pretty clear. Bacteria has a big player in it. Uh, what we can do about it, time-restricted eating, like I said, skipping at least one meal a day, preferably dinner or breakfast. Dinner is a better choice. Nourish your brain. Stay away from those polyunsaturated fats like vegetable oils, um, seed oils, trans fats, uh, uh, even plant oils. Um, again, if they're, if they're the, the high on omega-6 oils, those are the ones you want to stay away from nourish your brain. I cannot stress this enough. Exercise, optimizing your vitamin D levels. Vitamin D helps the brain function. If you take vitamin D3, which you should, make sure it contains K2. Vitamin D helps you absorb the calcium. K2 helps drive the calcium into your bones so you don't build up calcium in your blood system. Make sure you sleep. Make sure you rest. Make sure you detoxify. Cut out the gluten. Cut out the processed foods. Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support, open up the blood vessels, chiropractic care, keep the bones and your joints mobile, and increase the blood supply, drink enough water, and interact. Another thing with the brain, the brain is, a, is like a muscle. It needs exercise. And so social interaction is really, really important. And so if you can't meet one-on-one, do Zoom calls. You know, do a face-to-face time with your phone, but it's really important you take care of all these aspects, not just the physical and the chemical, but the emotional as well. And if you have any questions, folks, you can always send them to me through my website, drjoe.com. Follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app. It's